0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Trashy Divorces, Wednesday's Trashy Breakups edition. I'm Alicia.
1: My name is Stacy, and I am your Real Housewives correspondent for the week.
0: Holy cats! What are you bringing us, Stacy?
1: This is the trashy breakup of Real Housewives of New York's Dorinda Medley and her ex-boyfriend John Medesian. Oh goody! Indeed. Thanks to Melissa O oh for the heavy lift on this one. Alicia, there are few relationships in the Real Housewives universe that were as controversial as that of Roni's Dorinda Medley and her longtime boyfriend, John Medesian. Most people never understood the attraction, and few were upset to hear about the breakup. Although the vast majority of the fans of Real Housewives of New York City were perplexed about Dorinda's choice of romantic partner, many appreciated some of the dramatic and trashy moments he brought to the show.
0: Seems like Dorinda was always good for... Dramatic and trashy.
1: That's my take as well. Dorinda Medley was one of the most popular members of the Real Housewives of New York City for six seasons. Her over-the-top personality and iconic catchphrases were a perfect match for reality TV. You gotta have sparkle. All right. Dorinda had longtime friendships with members of the cast prior to being on the show herself. She joined the show in 2015 in the show's seventh season. She remained for the next five years. Dorinda's behavior was noticeably more hostile and aggressive than usual with many of her castmates, especially Tinsley Mortimer, who we have discussed. Oh, we have
0: talked about old Tinsley.
1: And after that season, she was not asked to return for the 13th season. Andy Cohen claims that she was just taking a break from the show instead of the permanence of being fired. Hmm. However, during her tenure, Dorinda was a fan favorite. She was notorious for drinking to the point that she needed to be subtitled in order to be understood because she was slurring her speech so badly. Oh, no. She also had some quotes and catchphrases, mostly in a fit of anger or when she was drunk or both, uh, that will remain in pop culture for years to come. A few examples of these I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Yikes. I decorated. I cooked. I made it nice. Martinis are like breasts. Two are great, three are too many. <laughs> and she had an infamous clip, clip, clip while making a closing hand gesture telling Sonia Morgan to shut her mouth.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah, sassy. a Medley had been married twice before her relationship with John Medesian. Her first marriage was to Ralph Lynch. They married in 95. They have an adult daughter. They divorced in 05. Dorinda married her second husband Richard Medley the same year 2005. They were happily married until his death at the age of just 60 in 2011. Richard is discussed often in Real Housewives episodes. Dorinda speaks openly about their happy and loving marriage and how much she misses him. So that is her. We will jump over to another track now to meet John Medesian. He's well known only because he was during his boyfriend and appeared on some episodes of Real Housewives of New York. He owns and runs the high-end dry cleaning oh. and restoration company Madame Paulette. The New York Observer dubbed him the Sultan of Stains because of uh-huh, his dry cleaner to the star's reputation. Apparently, it's not unusual for women from all around the country to, like, Send their um, wedding dresses to him. Okay. For professional. The Sultan of Stains. The Sultan of Stains for, profe- like for professional cleaning and then to, to be stored properly. I think. I mean, I mean that's a big them. deal. It's an important job in the world. Yes. Madame Paulette's is no ordinary dry cleaning and restoration company. Their clientele is made up of the famous, the ultra wealthy, and even royals. The company restored Princess Diana's gowns when they were exhibited. Elvis Presley's white jumpsuit oh, wow. and furniture that once belonged to King Louis Sixteenth. I mean, that's
0: pretty highbrow. Yeah.
1: It's also a family business. It was started by his great uncle, who named the business after his wife. John took over running the business when his father retired. So he's the third generation operating Madame Paulette, the Sultan of Staines. Fantastic. N- New York's Sultan of Stains. Despite working on the valuable possessions of the uber-wealthy and powerful, John is not always accepted within high society. His strong personality is often considered abrasive, even offensive. He also seemed exceedingly eager to be involved in Dorinda's activities and be a part of any social gathering he could, probably to kind of punch through that exclusion. So, how did they meet... Durinda told OK Magazine the story of how she and John met through her late husband, Richard Medley. We belonged to a small little club, and Richard was there with John. We were never close, but we'd always see him at this little club and say hi and have a drink, and he was always nice. Then, about six months after he died, I ran into John, and he said, Oh, my God, how's Richard? I said, Well, yeah, well, he passed. He said, Why don't we grab some lunch? It really just developed as a friendship, and after someone passes, you're not looking to get together with someone. You're rebuilding, and he's been such a good friend and such a great companion. Dorinda and John always struck everyone else as an odd pair. Even Dorinda's adult daughter, Hannah, was baffled at what her mother saw in John. Hannah and John had their, like, their own relationship was quite rocky, and at times they would not communicate with each other at all. They would just go through periods of, of not talking well, that doesn't sound healthy. Yeah. Uh, Hannah has told Bravo, at the end of the day, my biggest interests lie in my mother's happiness. I want to support her, and quite frankly, if John is somebody that makes my mother fulfilled, content, takes care of her, loves her, and makes her feel safe, then absolutely on with John. Let's do it. That's my feelings. It's not about me. Clearly, though, some it was a bit of a struggle to get to that point. Dorinda's late husband, Richard, had died prior to her joining the reality show. But he practically had a role on the show anyway, based on how often he was discussed and remembered. Many of the other housewives also knew Richard very well in his life. This seemed to be a major factor in the confusion about Dorinda's new guy. So the consensus had kind of been that John was basically Richard's mirror image, total opposite. And so if Dorinda had been happy with Richard, like how could she possibly be happy with John? Which... I think it's kind of a weird way to look at that. A little bit, yeah. yeah. like everyone is different. And anyway, while not always defending John's actions, Dorinda always brushed off her castmates' negative comments and concerns about John. She also always held to her position of not wanting to get married again. But as far as long-term companions and lovers go, Dorinda seemed to be all in with John. In 2019, when asked about why they have no plans to marry, Dorinda told the Daily Dish, that she and John, quote, love and adore each other and are in a very committed and monogamous relationship. I think at this moment, we're going to pause, hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about all of the feuds that John had with the Real Housewives of New York City. Terrific. Quick break, we'll see you on the flip. Hey, Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
0: So John pisses all the housewives off?
1: It, it, it's, the uh, yeah, the show thrives on conflict, what can I say? Despite the fact that most of the New York City Real Housewives got along well with Dorinda most of the time, they never held back with how they felt about John, or in feuding with him when they thought he was out of line.
0: Well, it does kind of seem like he's just a hanger-on. Like he has no place, so he's the Sultan of stains, Alicia. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know why he's basically royalty.
0: All right, let's let's hear about the feuds.
1: One of the most iconic feuds involving John was with Real Housewife Ramona Singer at a business party, and soon it involved the whole cast. Oh know. The whole debacle culminated with Ramona getting thrown out of the party. <sighs> Ramona Singer is known for being difficult and getting into many petty arguments on the show. She can be very aggressive, just like John, and she refuses to back down. These are great traits. She also unabashedly flirts with men and believes they are flirting back with her. Hmm. She is never subtle in her advances and her over-the-top flirting efforts of seduction. Ramona has never approved of the relationship between John and Dorinda and has never been shy about her feelings. On an episode of Real Housewives back in 2015, Ramona and John got into a heated argument after both had been drinking and it was all caught on camera, of course. Supposedly, the holiday party hosted by John was supposed to be a small gathering, but was crashed by some unwelcome guests. One of these unwelcome guests was a six-foot, five-inch tall man that John described as, quote, some big drunk guy who claimed he dated Luann in the past. Luann de Lesseps, who we have covered on the show. I didn't even realize he was there at first. Luann had to leave because he was creating issues with her. Then he was having an issue with Ramona and Sonia, so I asked him to leave. The man was clearly very drunk on the episode, and it was also clear that Luann felt uncomfortable, so, you know, John asks him to leave. Ramona was not happy about this because apparently she thought the guy was flirting with her and that there was some kind of potential with him, so... Uh,
0: Oh, yikes on bikes.
1: Uh So... A party-goer told Reality Tea that Ramona, quote, flipped out on John and yelled, How dare you interfere with my show? Who are you? (laughs) Then, within the episode, uh, the person describes the situation further. Ramona was screaming and going nuts. John put his hands in her face and yelled for her to stop. Dorinda came over and Ramona then unleashed on Dorinda because she was with John and letting John treat her friends that way. Gosh. Adult behavior. All around.
0: These are some fun holiday festivities.
1: Right? I mean, who doesn't look forward to the annual battle at the Christmas party? It's
0: <laughs> terrible. Just get
1: drunk and fight. <laughs> the feud went out into the street from there where <gasps> Ramona continued screaming about the situation until Dorinda yelled, Get the fuck away from me! Dorinda was mad at Ramona, but left the party alone because she was also upset with John for having put his hand in her friend's face. Quote, his actions are correct, but his reaction is what devalues it. She told the camera, you don't put your hand in a woman's face ever. So she jumped in a taxi and went home.
0: End but, of that party. Oh, no. no, it's not the end of the party. It doesn't end there. No, oh, it, shit. It,
1: this continued on Twitter, oh, which God. where all good feuds go no. to,
0: <laughs> to exist in perpetuity. And
1: go viral. <laughs> uh, so Ramona tweets to Dorinda, John should reel it in. Even you did not go home with him. And when Dorinda tweeted that she was disgusted and called Ramona certifiable, Ramona tweeted back, "This I can't believe this is a real thing. Ramona tweeted back, only you are certifiable and you know why I'm disgusted with the way John treats women, including you. And you is capitalized there. I don't need John's abuse, but obviously you relish the way he treats us and abuses us. (sighs) Dun-dun. Okay, Ramona Singer was not the only... Real housewife to have a blow-up with John. Bethany Frankel,
0: who we have covered on
1: this show, took her turn feuding with John over the uh, bra party from hell. I'm sorry, the bra party from hell? The ladies were all at a custom bra fitting and shopping party. Who doesn't do this? Is that a party
0: event? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, if yeah. All right, Things things you learn.
1: Things were already tense because Bethany was tired of Dorinda trying to sell John to the ladies, Dorinda got mad and said, I'm not selling John to you about shit. That's bullshit. Guess what, Bethany Frankel? You're not the word according to God. You're not gospel. I get to do what I want to do. Oh? Feisty. Then Ramona decided to make an already tense situation worse by repeating a story she had heard about John and Dorinda's sex life. Oh, no. Dorinda got very upset about this, understandably. Luckily, Ramona had left before John arrived at the bra party from hell.
0: Now, no, men don't go to the bra party. Why Ma- is John... Sh- Ma- I've got do. questions. Men do go no. to the
1: bra party, it turns out. No. Mm-hmm. The get-together was clearly meant for women only, but John showed up anyway, looking clammy and acting strange. Prior to crashing the bra party, John told Dorinda on the phone, Tell any bitch that talks smack about me. Then the rest of his comment was not audible on the show. <sighs> John stormed in and Bethany told him he looked lit up implying that he had been doing drugs. John said he came to confront the ladies who had been talking about him. He then became confrontational with Bethany and told her that she stole the skinny cow brand name for her skinny girl cocktail line that she sold for a hundred million or whatever. Bethany is not one to take crap from anyone. So she replied, you're a cow. I'm a girl. That's the difference. Yeah. John's a bigger guy. That was not, not great. So he had no relevant comeback to that comment and countered with, you don't know what love is. Just. The fight escalated from there. And finally, Dorinda said to them,
0: you two have both broken my heart. I just, it's poetry. John, did you get an invite to the bra party? Uh, Because if you didn't, you don't show up. That's just showing up at a place you're not wanted. Potentially
1: intoxicated by something john responded to dorinda being upset by telling bethany that she was jealous of his relationship with dorinda dorinda reacted saying you don't dare come into my party and start problems with bethany get the fuck out of here john refused to leave again the bra party so dorinda told him that he was an embarrassment the bra lady running the party obviously did not know what to do uh
0: yeah, that's really typically not the way that bra parties shake down. I, not,
1: not the normal sequence of events is like the, the big loud guy coming in to yell at everyone. But if viewers thought it was going to end there, once again, they were wrong. Oh, no. As was typical, Dorinda and John made up. Dorinda was still furious with Ramona, though, and would not accept Ramona's apology, saying, you're not nice to John. You're not my friend anymore. I've chosen him, so therefore, this is what you got. Be nice to him. I'll be nice to you. You're not nice to him. We're done. And then she mimed, slitting her throat
0: just to drive the point. No! Ah,
1: The entire cast was scheduled to head to the Hamptons a few days later, where Bethany was hosting a birthday party at her Hamptons home. When asked if Bethany thought that John would actually show up to her party after what happened, she said it was unimaginable that he would come to her party, but admitted... Somehow I know he will. Anyway, I don't think John ever misses the opportunity to do the wrong thing. Wow. Bethany, as always, was correct. John came to the party and then awkwardly kind of stalked around after her all day, trying to corner her maybe so they could talk their fight through. I don't
0: know. While she's hostessing a party? That's not cool, man. Not cool.
1: Never misses the opportunity to do the wrong thing. Wow, John. Uh, Dorinda had clearly given him an ultimatum to make up with Bethany, and Bethany was doing everything possible to avoid talking to him. (laughs) She described the whole thing this way in an outtake, quote, No one could not have fun at this party. It's impossible to not have fun at this party, but I'm not having fun at this party. John is lurking in the shadows like Dracula with a cape trying to talk to me. Eventually, Bethany said she didn't want to, quote, be a mean girl and did agree to talk to John. He apologized. He described himself as rude, abrupt, and not nice at the bra incident. Bethany was really not in the mood and not buying John's apology, but told him, I think Dorinda's an amazing person, and she's the one who's suffering the most in this. It's like a kid in the middle of a divorce. So you and I can be totally straight and fine. Decks are clear. It is fine. All for her. In the show Confessional Booth, uh, she told the producers, I think I have to put aside me being repulsed by him because I
0: like her. Oh, wow. Well, no, it's a tricky situation when one of your friends is oh, yeah. dating someone that. Yeah, is disruptive to your friend group. Yeah. yeah. So
1: these are like the two most iconic feuds that John had. There were others. Uh, even the housewives that never like explicitly fought with John, they really disliked him. <laughs> it was it was a universal. There was loathing. There was contempt. Dorinda was always a lightning rod on The Real Housewives of New York City. She often caused the cast and fans of the show to speculate on whether she had a drinking problem or not, and many people thought she would go too far in her aggression, especially when she was drinking. But the intensity of her behavior reached a fever pitch on her last season of the show. Her comments and outrageous conduct caused so much bad attention that after season 12, Bravo effectively put her on pause and she was not welcomed back for the following season. While the escalations of her aggression was most likely, you know, multi-causal, her breakup with John may very well have been one of those causes. In September 2019, rumors started that Dorinda and John were having issues and were reportedly taking a break. Page Six reported that the couple were on a break and described John as a person who, quote, loves to attend the opening of an envelope And she goes out for work, but she's really low-key. He's all about being the guy on the town since she's been on the show. When Dorinda announced the breakup on Real Housewives, it had taken place several months earlier due to the filming schedule uh, and airing time difference. One thing that contributed to the split was that John wanted to get married and felt hurt that Dorinda didn't. She had previously said on the show that she was too old to get married. Quote, "'Past a certain age, people should not be allowed to be married,' It's for the young. They have tolerance. They have dreams. They want babies. (laughs) You get to be my age, and it's the opposite. I don't even want a plant in my house.
0: Maybe Dorinda's smart enough not to marry a man who shows up at a bra party where men are not invited.
1: Yeah, lit up. Yeah, Uh, she she would further elaborate. Quote: I think marriage is for young people because you want different things. You want children. You want a home together. You want to grow in a certain way. I've seen and done that twice. I just think at this point in my life, it's more about having someone you trust and love and a wonderful companion. After the breakup was firmly cemented, she told viewers in one of her confessionals, the breakup with John is sad. I mean, it's terrible, but I also know that I have to do what's best for me now. And I've realized that my expectation levels have grown. This is what I want now. This is what I need. And I need to find the right partner that's willing to be engaged in that. And I don't think that's bad. I think that's honesty. Endings are painful, but they're sometimes good and healthy and needed, she told audiences. It's so easy just to keep communicating and just falling into old habits because I have a feeling if I didn't do this, it would just keep staying plateaued for 10 years, 15 years. And then what? I love John and I'll always love John. There's no big fight. She added that John would, quote, always have a seat at her table. So obviously this had ramifications beyond Dorinda herself. The rest of the cast, they were all quite tactful in their relief and happiness. So they didn't
0: show the footage of the party that they all had celebrating?
1: No one was mourning the loss of John from (laughs) uh, that universe. According to Bravo, Luanda Lesseps explained what Dorinda had been going through, saying, quote, the need for John has kind of dropped off. When Dorinda's husband, Richard Medley, died, John, was there to pick up the pieces. She has so much love for this person who helped in such a bad time of her life, and John was there. Listen, this is nothing against John. John is John. I feel like Dorinda's outgrown him. Maybe a grief thing? Yeah, that seems that seems right. That does seem right. And yeah, now it's a decade on from
0: Losing a spouse is tough.
1: Oh for sure. So yeah, that's the that's the many feuds and eventual breakup of Dorinda and John.
0: Those are all housewives. Always Real got house something wives. going on.
1: You know, it's good to grow as a person though. <laughs> like
0: it's good to grow. Oh my. Any trash cans? They're all dirty. They all need to be cleaned the, they by have, the they have sultan stains. of stains. Yes, they have stains.
1: Yeah, just a just a gaggle of trash cans waiting to be dry cleaned would be my <laughs> trash can rating.
0: Well done, Stacey. Thanks. thanks for that. And thanks to y'all for tuning in for this Trashy Breakups edition. We'll be back on Sunday with two brand new trashy divorces for you. Until we meet again, my darlings.
1: Keep your hands clean.
0: Keep your hearts trashy. If your dresses get stained, you know where to take them if you're in the city. (laughs) Cheers, y'all. See you Sunday. Bye. Bye, friends. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia, by us, Stacy and Alicia. With a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V.
1: Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's Store on Instagram.